All right, bro. You you ready to podcast? I am ready to do a podcast. Coming to you live from the Southwestern Shitbag Studios. Regular, regular shit here. This is the number one mixtape program on the internet. Niggas pod day. Goddamn, that nigga is ready. I'm in this bitch. Never will I wish you a Halle Berry. I'm in this bitch. If he's jumping in my vagina, he doesn't care what my shoes look like. I'm in this bitch. Yeah, 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 yeah. To make me like I'd rather feel the out of tuneness like than yeah, to just I'll, wake up one day and not know what's going see, on. See, I feel like I want to just like, wake up one day and then flying cars whiz past me. That feels, yeah, that feels like I'm going to the But a program. Let's go podcast, bro, because I get too excited talking to you. Let's do it. We don't even know who we are. Welcome to the dipped in butter program. Good morning, good evening, happy Tuesday, happy Friday, happy whenever it is you listen to podcasts, because that's what makes podcasts dope. This is the number one mixtape podcast on the internet, the only podcast that caught E.L. Fudds, the Keebler niggas saying, this is made with natural flavors mixed with other natural flavors, <laughs> and don't even tell you what flavors they are, no, but across from me... That's my guy. That's your guy. That's Forever Young 89 on Instagram or whatever other socials he ignores. That's the motherfucking mm. goddamn glue around here. And most importantly, that's my and y'all's motherfucking friend. What's going on, Wes? Whole lot of nothing, man. You know, getting still, you know, it's I'm, I'm in the like Tuesday swing now, right? You know what mm. I'm saying? But like, Tuesday is fat. Again, just, just like you said before, like it's all about all them reps we put up before, fam. So like... I almost be forgetting that we got a pod on Tuesdays, fam, and like to get it out to the people. However, like I'm so good, I be writing my shit. I got a whole page full of shit that we'll probably not talk about, and I'm cool with that because other shit be going on this week that I don't I don't be remembering and I don't write down. So that's why this thing works so well. However, not to digress, um, with my guy across from me with the hottest takes in the United States, that is Cat a K with two T's on the end of that thing. You can catch my man at catandcrunch.com where you can dip into the cereal shit or you can catch him on, uh, where do we want to go this week? Um, oh, uh, gettingoutoftune.com slash <laughs> dipped in butter program because niggas yep. might not know how to work iPhones no, no more here. Very in the, the iOS 16 might not be for us. Um, however, you can catch hard. my guy here each and every Tuesday on the dipped in butter program, wherever podcasts are placed, because that's where we place it. My nigga and yours, what's poppin'? This iOS is hard sounded like a sexual thing. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to put that right in the intro. That sounds like a sexual innuendo. I'm going to tell my wife my iOS is hard and just see how she does. <laughs> She's uh, going to be like, um, okay. She's probably going to have more questions. <laughs> well, let's do something about that, I think. Right. My wife is a trooper. I think she'd be down to just do something about it. Um, before we get into the topics, we got plenty of like pop culture to talk about. Pop culture has been tripping all this week. 
Yeah. This might be the third annual The Littles is Tripping episode because the Littles are tripping again. So we got to talk about the Littles. So much to talk about. I want to get to one of your topics from last week that you put on pause. Okay. And I'd love to unpause Uh-oh. this week if you bless us such. Didn't even, I wrote didn't it down. Even know so I paused it. So that's great. <laughs> <laughs> don't worry about remembering on your own. I wrote it down for you in case you don't remember. Bet, but bet. right away, I want to tell you something, right? So last week, we talked a little bit about the algorithms and how slick they are <laughs> and how they know where you are in the furniture store. And how they're still at work today, guys. Fam, listen, it <laughs> took everything in my being not to spoil this story for you before the podcast. Jesus Fam, Christ. so everybody knows that we are very, very anal when it comes to our consistency and our release dates. If we don't pay attention to nothing else on this podcast, when we tell you we coming out, we are coming out. Like For sure. If, if Wes got a pie from a hospital bed, then so be it, right? I'm going to do my damnedest to get this pie out when I told y'all this pie was coming out. God damn it. That's who we are. It's in the fibers of our being, right? This is who we are. <laughs> we had one episode. We are over 100 episodes into this podcast. Mm-hmm. The one episode where we decided to talk about the algorithms. Did you notice that our show didn't upload on iTunes for the first like six hours of last Tuesday. I, I did notice that I got the notification late in the day and I was like, that's awkward. Weird. But I just, I, yeah, I brushed it off and I, I don't even huh. remember what was happening at the moment when I did it, but it was awkward that it came at the moment that it came too. I do remember that, that you say that. That's crazy. See, it, and I love that you get to live your life the way you do. This is why <laughs> me and you work so well because we're different in all the right ways and the same in all the right ways. So True. the fact that you was able to like casually look at your phone and be like, huh, that's weird. I normally get that notification a lot earlier Man, than what? that. Way earlier in the day. I'll tell you, my morning was way different than that. Like I get the notification normally when I'm in bed sleep and then I wake up to piss and get ready for the day. Like I wake up at 4.30 in the morning. So I normally already have the notification in my phone that the show uploaded. It's out. The people have it. Well, I didn't have it that morning. So I'm sitting on a shitter, freaking the fuck out. And listen, I think the only thing worse than having a panic attack on the toilet is sitting on the toilet and it's already warm. That's a topic I had for you weeks ago. One day we're going to talk about sitting on the toilet when it's already warm. Okay. But I was on the toilet freaking out last Tuesday morning. Like, bro, where the fuck is the podcast? So I checked Spotify. It was there. It was on Spotify just fine. Mm-hmm. But some, for some reason, Apple wasn't fucking with us last week. And like, I got to Googling and trying to figure out where our show was at. And it <laughs> said, sometimes Apple takes a little bit longer to approve an episode. And I was like, approve an episode? We talk about porn every week. What is there to approve? Like, that's all we talk about. We talked about the sauce last week. But we talked about the sauce last week. <laughs> we talked about the sauce last week, fam. And they couldn't, they had to monitor that. Like, what y'all saying? Like, what? <laughs> fam. What y'all so saying? that's what made me like, if I was like, okay, we jokingly was joking about how nervous the algorithm makes us last week. And I almost didn't even want to talk about it this week because I can't afford for this episode to go out late either. Right. But fam, I was like, no way the algorithm is that gangster, bro. Like, there's no way the algorithm is that dope to where they're like, oh, you want to talk about us now? We got something for y'all. But in 105 episodes, we have never had that happen, bro. Not ever. But Never, not once. I guess we we haven't been on there for the entire 105 episodes. So what's the fucking difference like? And you know, I look I look at the shits. I think most of our you know listenership comes from other platforms. So not that it's okay that it was delayed on you know Apple, but as long as it came out you know everywhere else it religiously comes out at, 
I'm cool with that. Okay, and it still got released that day. Yeah, was, yeah, yeah. I Definitely guess came still about that day, but that's crazy. Like, like, like you it say that you, that you noticed that. Like, see that, uh, like you say, and that's why this partnership works because things that you pay attention to, I completely, I would have never. <laughs> it's not I on your radar, fam. I don't like you say it. Just all happens in regular rotation for me. So, like, like say fam, the fact that it came edge, late didn't alarm me or nothing. I was just. I thought my phone might have been tripping. I could, I, I didn't know. I mean, shit. That's Wes, like I a, was this close. I was this close to texting you, like, bro. I'm looking into fam, it right now. This is like, crazy. Kind of, kind of to wrap it into you know real time today, fam. I guess like I didn't even notice for real, for real. But like, I guess Facebook and Instagram went down for like eight, nine, ten hours, something like that, really? bro. And like when I tell you, I didn't have a clue. Like, not that I feel like I've been. Like, I know I've been on those places today, and it, I. I know for a second my Instagram was tripping, but like it didn't alarm me or nothing, or like I didn't get to like googling what the fuck is wrong with Instagram because that's mm-hmm. what people do. They go right to Google. I what? was gonna say, why is Instagram not loading? And like I went to Facebook and people were saying the same thing, and I was like, yo, like granted, I'd be playing the game while I'd be working. You know what I'm saying? Like I still be having to work, and and maybe because I'd be playing the game, I'll be having time to check my phone. So maybe that's why I didn't know it was down. But like. I be having real work to do sometimes, so I don't have an opportunity to look at my phone for eight. And that's how I know it might almost be time for me to tap out of the game, fam. And like, not even. <laughs> I like my I'm nigga. Still... I got real work to do. I got to pause this. Yeah, I, yeah, I got to pause this shit. I can't. I can't keep winning the national championship on the clock right now. Okay, <laughs> like I have to. I have to actually do some real work and like to circle it back around. I'm still looking for my man who hijacked your page. Yeah, I mean, and again, only to tell him he's a bitch ass nigga. Um, mm-hmm. And like, I, I, I'm feeling like I need to write my local senator or something, fam. Like, I feel like it's happening much too often to people at this point. Like, people are getting their something pages is hijacked. Something is actually yeah, happening. people is getting their pages, you know, hacked and things like that. And I like, why? Why is it so accessible? Like, and that's really what it seems like it's turning into because like people that I know now got like the 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 money post in their stories like they want to flip they want to they want to get your cash app just so they can send you yeah. seven thousand like I mean who wouldn't want their fifteen hundred turn into fifteen see listen right but this is the this is the thing about the whole like I just need you to send me your cash app and once we verify that then we'll put money in your account shit like they never advertise the same number like some people get six hundred some people get seven thousand some people get twelve thousand like how do you well, de- you gotta you understand what you gotta understand that it's all like it's it's the numbers and, you and have why to were all of those photos that you post taken on a flip phone like why can't you get me new iphone new 13 money. three cameras on the back of, of your phone photos of yeah, your stacks of cash fam like this this doesn't make any sense to me and could you please not take them in your car? Like, can please. you show me the money not on a passenger please. seat? Please. Like, why yeah. can I never read which bank this check is for clearly? This is crazy. <laughs> All these things are too crazy <laughs> for me. Uh, one more thing about the algorithm before I get our show canceled on all platforms. <laughs> Another thing scary that happened after that, I was uh, I was running in a grocery store to grab some stuff for lunch, right? Because all the places where I live, like, suck. Like, we have a Subway and a McDonald's. And a Sonic. Like, we don't have good places to choose from. So, more times than not, I find myself in a grocery store on somebody's shelf trying to, like, creatively make a lunch happen, right? So, Which I was, is probably legit AF. Yeah. I was on that vibe one day, bro. And I ended up, like, down the candy aisle because I wanted a little something, you know, sweet after my sandwich. Pause if necessary. <laughs> I don't even know if that's a... But I was in the candy aisle. And you know how they sell, like, the the movie style boxes of candy like they'd be like in the little boxes and like Reese's Pieces and Junior Mints and shit Mm -hmm. and I was there because I only wanted to spend like a buck like I wasn't really trying to go go crazy on the candy so 
I was in there and I was like standing there with my hands in my pockets trying to decide what kind of candy I wanted, right? Mm-hmm. I was by myself, so I wasn't saying nothing out loud, Wes. And I looked down and I was like, damn, Butterfinger minis. It's been a minute since I had a Butterfinger. Like, I hadn't had a Butterfinger because, I mean, we all know that they get stuck in your teeth. They're a pain in the ass to eat. Like, so you just don't eat them often. Even if you're a candy nigga, I don't know nobody that's like... Now I don't, I don't know nobody's sick enough to have you Butterfinger in, in the top three. If you enjoy, I I, I kind of got it, but see, Butterfinger did it right at a point in time. Fam, they came out with Butterfinger Crisp. I like the crisp. The crisp is they, good. They did the crisp right, fam. It tones I will the eat Chico stick all. down enough to where yeah, it doesn't the, get so crazy in your mouth. It right? tones the Chico stick down. Is flat that not out. what it is? No, fam. That's exact. It's too, it's too crunchy. Like pause if necessary. If I gotta put that there, but like. The shit's way too crunchy. And like you say, that shit gets stuck in your teeth. And like, that's a, that's a tough time, especially the older that you get when you really like then uh, halfway maxed out your candy life on your teeth. So like it hurts mm-hmm. to eat candy, but you still love to eat candy. Like Butterfingers is too high of a risk, fam. Bro, and if you got feelings, it's pulling them shits right Butterfingers out. Butterfingers like, is not way to go too high of a stand-up risk. comedy shit. But yeah. anyway, I'm standing there and I'm like, Butterfinger minis. Like, I feel like I can suck on these long enough not to destroy my teeth. So I picked up a box. Now, mind you, I'm by myself, Wes. I didn't say this to nobody. I just picked up the box, grabbed my little uh, Welch's grape, and I walked out, you know, through the the self-checkout, and I enjoyed my lunch. Wes, don't you know the next day on YouTube, they was giving me suggestions of how Butterfingers are made, what the history of Butterfinger is. And I'm just like, fam, 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 fam. This is too much. I didn't even say nothing. I didn't text nobody about my lunch. I didn't say nothing about Butterfingers, bro. Like, how does the algorithm know what I'm thinking? Now, I know logically it probably like I swiped my Kroger card. My Kroger card is attached to my email. My email is the same email I use on my YouTube. But goddamn, bro, like it's too far. That's or, too far for me. Or it's just as simple as you have your phone in your pocket when you went in the store and did all of that stuff. And what? <laughs> it looked like it looked it, out it of just, my body. It's listening. It's listening. It knows. Like One question for you before we move to the next topic. Is the vaccine Bluetooth enabled? <laughs> Is I think it Bluetooth? I, I think I've been dialed up once or twice at this point. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Moving on, because we do want this episode to come out, and we've played with the algorithms Way enough. too much. Uh, Way too much. Speaking of college football and trying to get some work done. <laughs> so me and your friendship go back a long ways, no? A long way. <laughs> we have You're a, sick a good dude, number. <laughs> we got a good number of inside jokes between us that we don't like to alienate our audience with and we kind of just keep those between us but when I say this next gentleman's name for me as friends can you please just try not to laugh too hard just by me saying his name All right, we gotta talk about Urban Meyer (laughs) that's why I said you a sick dude as soon as you said college football you a sick dad you knew? of course I knew so we got to talk about Urban Meyer this week, not because we're a sports podcast, because Lord knows we're not. No. But sometimes sports, it crosses into that lane where 
we get to talk about it, bro. And it, and it does. And particularly with this one, you know, it kind of has a, well, it definitely has a Buckeye reference to it. And like, I don't even, we don't even get into our fandom too much here about the oh. Buckeyes and how our team has lost a game this season and how we haven't even gotten into no, you guys don't know none of that stuff. Y'all about will never hear about how we it protect frustrates y'all. me and Wes that we lose a game and then the team that we lose to always goes on to lose. <sighs> they just, never can hold it together. Like, we're not a sports podcast. So we'll we're never, not, yeah, so we're not, we're never going to get into that. But while but we're there, bringing up Urban Meyer this week and why Urban Meyer is interesting, for those of y'all that don't know, Urban Meyer left college football. He was formerly the Ohio State Buckeyes head coach, but he left because heart conditions and then ended up getting <laughs> and then ended up getting a job with the NFL for Jacksonville. This is twice he has Jaguars ran the same play and it is so crazy. They're terrible. He this is how the same thing he uses that excuse to go get the job he wants to get. He, I don't want to be here no more. Time. That's how we got it. <laughs> but anyway, not to get into sports. His current team is 0-4. They have not won a single game. And I've watched game. almost all of them, and it's sad to watch. Watching Urban Meyer on the sidelines and seeing him stress out is some of the most comedic <laughs> television. <laughs> now, I'm not laughing because I know he's got a bad heart. And I don't For want sure. Urban to die because I love me some Urban. Fam. And I miss him. Bro. But fam, nobody stresses out like Urban Meyer. Bro, my wife asked me the other day, and this was so funny. She was like, did you catch Urban Meyer doing the Urban Meyer on the sideline during the game the other day? And I said, babe, you don't even know how funny that is that I'm so desensitized to seeing him do the Urban Meyer. I actually have to like take a step outside of myself to be like, oh, look, he's doing it because yeah. I'm just so used to seeing <laughs> him know. in that stance because he'd be so focused. I was like, now I have to like step outside of myself to look at him doing that to enjoy the laugh harder because he be in it, fam, out oh, there in Jacksonville. so low. When he's he, like... <laughs> For those of y'all that don't know the joke, like Urban Meyer, when he gets stressed out, he does this thing with his legs where he like straddles and grabs his khakis <laughs> at the knees. <laughs> Next time you're watching the Jaguar game, just watch how he grabs his khakis at the knees when he's stressed out. You could have watched him in his video low at the, the bar. He was doing the same shit. So, and that's he what was I in a sitting Urban about. Meyer. <laughs> that's what I wanted to talk about. So, fuck sports. That's not why we're here. Absolutely we're here to talk not. about Urban Meyer being 0-4 in his new job. <laughs> And deciding to go to the bar and get a lap dance Damn. from some 20-year-old chick while his wife is worried about his heart at home. Now, as husbands and as sports fans, as a husband, I want to say, good job, Urban Meyer. But as a sports <laughs> fan, I want to say, good job, Urban Meyer. <laughs> this like, is killing it. This is the, the thing that's taken me. Like, I was just reading up and watching some stories on this before we came up here to record. And, like... I seen the the press conference that he did earlier today where they asked him about it. And when I tell you, he looked like he totally turned back into an eight-year-old child, fam. Like, he was looking down at the ground. Like, he never <laughs> looked up at these niggas. Like, it's just, this is just stupid. Like, I can't believe I let myself get caught in a position like this. And, like, it's uncharted territory. And that's really what makes it, it funny because wild. it seems like this is the type of behavior ap- he does absolutely not condone at all. And for you to be the nigga to get caught in this film, like you the one that got caught in this, like it, there's high comedic value to it. I ain't mad there's at so the nigga. No, I ain't mad, mad at the nigga, either. but like now, it I looks, understand it why looks, his wife would be mad. It looks crazy. It looks crazy in the light. I, you, I can't even call it twerk. I'm sorry. He was, not he was in the sitting Urban Meyer, fam. Go back and he watch the video. He was in the sitting Urban. In the sitting she, Urban. He was getting grinded on. He was getting grinded on by a little white chick. And like, they, 
white people need to learn how to read the room too. Like Herb, Herb got to learn how to like put his hand up and shut the vibes down and be like, "Hey, I ain't even supposed to be here. Like, can't none of this shit get out. You can't be out here roaming the streets extra mixy. You know what I'm saying? And not and not out here covered, letting little babe twerk on you. She don't even know who you is, fam. And the only problem, the only problem that I have with all of this is like. You coach the NFL now, fam. Why you in there with the with the Ohio State quarter zip on? Like you, you don't got like, do to rub us no more. Go put your Jaguar stuff out. Oh, you, you want to look like a winner tonight. Okay. You gotta wear something else. You, you gotta wear like Jaguar gear, fam. <laughs> you gotta wear something else. You, and you know what else? You I'm glad you brought up the quarter zip. This is why you my nigga. Because you pay attention to shit that needs to be paid attention to. The same time you asking why you got on Ohio State quarters yet, <laughs> I'm asking how come Urban, as intelligent as Urban Meyer is and as cunning as he is as a head coach in college anyway, how come you have never heard of a hoodie or a corner? Like, you ain't never been in the corner of no bar? Mm-mm. Why you not in a corner nowhere, no. bro? And why you don't got a hoodie you, on? This why nigga you don't said, got a hood over your You ain't hear his like story? You. He said they was at a restaurant. He said they stay. He said they stayed behind because, of course, they was playing in Cincinnati. He was like, "We stayed behind because we wanted to go see the, the grandkids and some shit like I that." Know. He said yeah, we I went know. to a restaurant and there was a group at a bar next door that was enticing him to come over and shit. He was like, "So we went, yeah, because you want to be you Urban Meyer, you want to be big man campus, nigga." So hell yeah, you went over That's there. That's the reason like, why you go to the away games, especially yeah. When but like, I, I mean, like ultimately, I guess he should have known better in this situation for real, for real. Like, because how how you get caught like this, fam, and like. This just happened. Like his ass is back in Jacksonville. Quick, fast. They sent the jet yeah, to go get that nigga. Get him out of there. Get him out of there. And like and see again. I don't think you got to know better. You just gotta find a corner, bro. Like find a hoodie. Find a corner. Like you got to be more low profile than that. that because I can I can tell you this. His wife is more mad at how embarrassing it is than the action itself. Like she got to be yeah. more mad about how bold that nigga look out there with his legs wide open <laughs> like that, bro. Like close your legs. He was bro. definitely was accepting crazy. and inviting for it's sure. Bro, both, like both. But again, like I say, his, like how games all out. How you lose with your NFL team and immediately leave the stadium with throwing your Buckeye gear to go out and kick it, like that's because you at the crib. You feeling like Big Willie style? That's all right. Like nah, that's a fact. Better focus a little harder in that stance. You, do you think that this would be any different if it was a lap dance from a woman of another race? I'm not even, trying to make this a racial nah, issue. Nah, I know, I'm but goddamn, like, I don't even want to think about that. Like, I, it, I don't, fam, I don't know. That's sick. It might be worse. Because, only, only because, it. I mean, and like a, a chick from another race might not know who Urban Meyer is neither, but like. A chick from another race got more rhythm than what was in front of him, so they might really That's be like swanging it on him, and it really might be a problem because he 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 would have to open up even more than what he was. Like you oh, might you, you might have caught Herb standing up, up, like getting getting the uh the twerk assistance from other people. Like people might have had to hold him up out here, like. That's what I was going to say, because that's when you like Urban would have had his back against the bar just yeah. for the stability. Yeah, and I'm not trying to like put nothing racial on Urban Meyer. I'm saying good for him for knowing his name because. If he would have had the right race grinding on him, we know he got a bad heart. Like, he would have had a heart attack right there in Applebee's. We know this. So, speaking of which, I want to get straight into the topic that you kind of alluded to last week. Okay. I'm here to talk about it this week. 
you kind of like alluded to talking about interracial relationships last week. Okay. I don't know if you remember where you wanted to go with it or how you wanted to get into it, but I'm here <laughs> for it, fam. Oh, I forgot. I got I got other notes mixed in here. What did I put? Oh, because my whole thing, because we was talking, I forget what we were talking about last week. And I was, you know, <clears throat> saying that, you know, the, the whites are concerned that they're losing numbers out here. They're they're turning mm-hmm. to the to the minority and they're quite scared of how mm-hmm. things might look in that realm, even though even here we've talked about white folks. Like we don't want to enslave y'all. I promise. Like you at, at this point, yeah, I mean, like and I don't even want to get into that, but like our people, the only people that ain't been paid by the United States government, everybody else that been paid, all the, the Indians been paid, the Irish been paid, you know what I'm saying? All, all them folks who got paid for, you know, their contributions out here. And like, we still just got to contribute for real, for real. Like, and, and my thing, not even to get too deep on this, my thing, fam, you should just not tax black people for like 20 years. Like, if you're alive right that now, like, just don't get taxed. Like, taxes. yeah, for nothing. Like, I mean, I, you you can't escape the, you know, sales tax and shit like that. But, like, it's, don't tax my paycheck. I ain't paying no taxes. Like, y'all just got to eat that. Like, and, and, and but they're going to be mad at what we do with that, too. But, like, <clears throat> my whole thing was, like, you know, the whites just lose the number. And it took me back to this whole, like, interracial dating thing. And, like, mm-hmm. I guess I just get to looking at, you know, I don't even want to particularly put it on celebrities, but like that should be looking crazy, dog. Like, and I, you know, love, love who you want to love for real, for real. And I guess I'm just specifically talking about like black and white people, but like sometimes that mix don't look so well, fam. Like <laughs> now, spe- specifically, would it, give me some examples here. Like in all cases, in specific cases, some cases look crazy. Like, what are we referring to? Because I, I know what you're saying. Like. Where where do y'all? I guess I'm interested to know. Maybe this is where we need a guess. Like, okay. <clears throat> how do you how do you build with somebody and get to that point to where you want to like spend the? Where do you, what do y'all relate on? Right. Well, what do, you, so, what, do what do y'all relate on? But what what can she not say? I feel you too, and like give you a similar like anecdote like and not and that and i know it's not strictly based off of that but uh, on some like get out shit like that's that's how the relationships look like he did a great job at capturing you know what i'm saying at all times what it looks like looking at some shit like that that feels like yeah yeah like and like i was particularly i mean it don't really matter these are still young cats but like some some young college football players that i met recently you know what i'm saying and like Follow them on the gram and shit, and like looking at them like they got little white girlfriends, and it's like, fam, like ain't 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 no ain't no Brianna's out there, <laughs> yeah. I what? mean, ain't no like, and it's and it's like to to each his own. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like who you like? I don't want that to get lost in here because I don't really care so much. But like, right. it be looking it be looking crazy. What's what's your boy's name? Was who I'm thinking about the actor? You know who I'm talking about from the from the wood and the best man, Tay Diggs. I, Tay Diggs don't count because I don't even consider him a human. <laughs> I hate Tay Diggs. Like I hate the characters he plays. I hate him as an actor. Like there's nothing about Tay Diggs I like. So it's hard for me to use him as an example in any case without getting my, like my stomach turning in or not. But, but like, I, I see what you said. But let me ask you this: not to get into some whole. I don't want to get in Kevin Samuels' hole. Nah. But one toe in real quick. If you are a budding college football athlete and you 
work really hard on the field and you've done a lot to like secure your potential future or whatever, whatever the case is for you individually. Me and you have talked about like what it would be like to be on the dating scene and what it's like trying to date these days virtually and all of this shit, right? Where it's like, you can be on a first date with somebody and whether you're vaccinated or not could be enough for y'all to go ahead and cancel the blooming onion, right? And me and you always, when we have this talk or these type of talks, we always end up settling and going, man, I'm glad we married up. I'm glad we ain't out there. You know what I'm saying? So these young guys is dealing with like their dating pool. It ain't, it ain't the shimmeriest of pools. So if it requires you to look a little bit beyond your immediate horizon, I don't really blame them, bro. Like, but I will say this now I might've, I might've dated a a white uh, chick long, long time ago, but I do remember what it felt like. And you're right. When you say like, you can agree on some like human principles and things like that. And y'all can like the same music and shit like that, but you will run into a place in that relationship where you'll be like, I can't, I can't talk to you about this. Like, yeah. This like it, it feels like that. And share. I guess that's what I'm, I'm thinking. Like you say, like the way that I say he captured how it looks looking at that, like mm-hmm. it looks like, and like, it's, it's not no different if you date a chick of the same race, you know what I'm saying? A black chick, but it seems like you, it seems like you're going to always have to be overprotective of her. And you may have to make a decision that ultimately like is going to hurt yourself. Okay. Because of her reaction in a specific sur- surrounding or do you not, do you not take her around? You know what I'm saying? It just seems like it's a lot so of layers. Like, let, let me try to throw something out there. Like, so you saying you, and, and I don't even want to say nothing derogatory and make up no name. Cause I ain't where we going with this, but like, uh-uh. say you out there with your bae, right. And she just happens to be white and you take her to the cookout because it's labor day and I love you. And we going to eat some ribs and the card game gets a little crazy and the Seagram's fucking seltzers start flowing. And she maybe say, she says some shit out of pocket. Now out of pocket don't necessarily got to be nigga, but she says some <laughs> shit that's a little bit, off color that right. maybe the rest of the sprays table didn't quite appreciate. Are you saying like, well, what do you do? Like, do you defend your babe's honor and be like, she ain't mean it like that? Or did you pick up and go and, you know, grab her cardigan and head toward the Honda? <laughs> Are you saying that? Like, because yeah. I will say now, again, I dated this chick a long time ago and I was still young and basically a kid at the time, but I do remember vividly having moments where I had to like decide between my blackness and my relationship, so to speak. Right? And, I, and I hate to make it I'm sound so dramatic. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, I hate to make it sound so dramatic, but I'm going to be honest with you. Even at a younger age, I thought about these things. Like there were moments when like she might've said or does some shit that made me uncomfortable. And I had to decide like, okay, I like this girl, but do I like her enough to where I'm okay with her making me feel uncomfortable? You know what True. I'm saying? Yeah, 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 yeah. Making me feel uncomfortable, quote unquote, doesn't necessarily have to be her saying something to me or doing something to me, but doing something that doesn't make me look the greatest around people. Or, you know what I mean? Saying something that doesn't make my people sound the best. You know what I mean? But mm-hmm. at the same time, niggas don't want to be Reverend Jesse, Jesse Jackson all the time. You- like, <clears throat> we've talked about this episodes and episodes and episodes back. Like sometimes you just West. Sometimes I'm just cat. Sometimes we're not a black man first. Sometimes we just, 
we just this guy that just happens right. to be black, right? Like nobody wants to live their life just always putting their blackness in front all the fucking time. But there are moments where you want to be like, okay, but I do want you to take note of my blackness. Like don't just right. be, you know what I mean? So all of that shit can be real like tricky to navigate and dodge and maneuver, I guess. But I guess at the same time, you got to decide, like, is all of that worth it, too? So, I don't know. True true indeed. I had a thought, but I lost it. I don't, I don't want to get too... Because uh, I don't want to get... You know, because again, it, it all circles back around to each his own, for real, for real, you know what I mean? But, uh... Yeah. Fuck it. Fuck it. <laughs> you know what? Speaking of uh, shoulder shrugs, leaving it alone, and fuck it, uh, can, can I steer us somewhere else? Yeah. I'm I'm fucking sick of Jada Pinkett, bro. <laughs> you saw what I sent you the other day, fam. Like um, I'm fucking I'm, sick I, of it. I listen at this point, it's so wild with her. Like when I see these headlines, like I don't know if they're new or old. And it doesn't matter yeah. when I see them. I feel like if I miss this one, I'm still upset about this right now. Like this could be two Sweet. years old and I am upset. And I've had the nope, same thing. Like recent- when I see headlines, I'll be like, was this did they just have a red table? Right. Did they have another one? That's what one? it seems like. But you be in you be in real time mad again. Like I I don't even give a fuck if this was four months ago. I'm just now learning about it and I'm still mad today. Mm-mm. Yeah, like that. So where to start? With the new, new <laughs> with the I, new, I don't know if it's Jada Pink. But it's news hey, to me. Matter of fact, that's what I told my wife. I said, hey, uh, or I, matter of fact, I think I seen it on the internet. Somebody posted it, like, hey, Will gotta take his last name back. And I was like, no, n- facts. Like, she just can yeah. go ahead and be Jada Pink outside pinky. for a little while. Like, yeah, go, go, go find yourself. Find yourself, it, love it, yourself, and we can do it that way. There you go. Cause it, it's deeper than rap. And the reason why I want to talk about this and not just keep rehashing the same subjects, but it's deeper than just Jada Pinkett, right? Like, there's a lot here to dissect, really. Like, one of the things she said in one of the tables she sat at with one of the Reds, and before I even get into what she said, it even bothers me that she's sitting there with her mom and her daughter, and they be perpetuating this shit, and they're just always just so here for her. Now, I'm not against supporting your family members and relatives and the people you love, but to me, it always comes off off as you need more people around you to just tell you no. You don't got enough no's around you. Yeah. You got too much yes in your life. <laughs> yeah, so she, she shortened the no category for sure. She got too much yes in your life. And we kind of had this conversation some episodes ago too. Like just her being bald bothers me because do what you do, right? But you do got a husband, and I'm 100% sure she didn't run this shit past Will because she's her own woman, and she can shave her hair if she wants to, and we've had this conversation before, but it's just like, fam, um, a, a husband, Will can't say, hey, I'm retiring from movies without running that shit by her. Like, you know what? I don't want to be the breadwinner no more. And No, he would have to run that by her. As a husband, you need to say something. Or let's say Will decides... Now this is drastic, but I don't know. I don't know what the equivalent is for a man. I, I guess if he does a Bruce Jenner and decides that he wants to be Caitlyn, he got to run that by her. No, I mean, nah. He definitely. I understand. Run that hair by her small, small. I was about to say small scale. Let's say cut your hair beard off back. because cut your beard I, off. I can't just go cut my beard off and come your back. Your wife in the wants house. you to run that by her. Mine yeah, too. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And I don't think they're wrong for wanting that because, like, nah, listen, that, I'm attracted that to you wrong. and you fucking with that. Yeah, but that's I don't I, I just don't like I, I I feel you on this, but when you said about if he want to quit, I, I think he I think he's okay to stop acting whenever he wants to. I don't know if he necessarily got to run that by her. Like it would be it would be it would be nice, but 
this bitch out here at all the fucking red tables rapping Tupac lyrics and reading thirty oh. year old letters. I'm not talking to her about when I quit so, acting. I think I think I misunderstood. I'm glad you said that again because I'm not saying I think he should. I think she expects him to is what I mean. Okay. No, right? that's different. And I, I get why you yeah. kept pushing no, me that's, back. Okay. No, that's different. I, I misspoke. I'm not saying he should be telling her because, yeah, I agree with you. If Will decided I don't want to make Wild Wild West no more, <laughs> he, can, he should be able to just do whatever the fuck he want to do, just like she should be able to cut her hair if she wants to. But we all know there's a double standard there. And what I'm saying is if he decided he didn't want to make movies no more, she would expect him to run that by her. I can believe that. But she can full on go get a number two Pac from off the barber's board and just show up at home and he's expected to support her. Now, let me get back on topic here. She said, I don't know if it was this week, two weeks ago, or months ago. Two years ago, right. My table, <laughs> that she said in a sit down with her daughter and mother that you know, they asked her if she had a bucket. Oh, she had just turned 50 or something. Mm-hmm. Just turned 50 and they asked mm-hmm. her if she had a bucket list. And she said, my bucket list ain't so much physical and like wanting to skydive or wanting to ride a pony on the beach or nothing like that. She said, my bucket list is emotional. And before she she could even say the whole sentence, Willow was like, I feel you. No, I totally <laughs> feel you. And I was like, in my mind, I wanted to be like, what are you, 17? Like, what the fuck do you mean? You fit? But anyway, she don't got enough nose around her. So she was saying her bucket list is emotional. And then she got into talking about how, like, she has never really experienced real love and she doesn't know how to love for real and she doesn't know what real love is. And I'm just sitting there and I'm just thinking, like, bro, you got a whole husband and a whole Jaden around there whole somewhere. Two kids around there. Three, three kids include if you want to include the oldest one and your mama is there. Like you no know Trey left the crib. For sure. But what are you talking about, Jaden? What are you Pink? talking about? Like, are you kidding? Like, fan, I just read the headline at 50. Jaden Pinker says she don't like I didn't even watch this, whatever it was. Cause I just I can't stand to sit. Watch her with the jigsaw face say this shit as serious as she be saying this shit, bro. Why does she look like jigsaw? <laughs> yeah, she turned, she morphed into it, fam. I don't fucking know. Like that's that, insane. That and I'm sure like she'll blame it on something else that we we we'll, we'll be uh, feeling bad for later. But like, I can't stand to sit her, see her sit there and say shit like that. Like you say, you got a, a not a, like being two married men, we understand that you go through things with your wife and like of course. how you loved your wife 20 years ago might not be how you love your wife today. And it's different. It's supposed to be. It's, it's supposed to, to be different and it's not it's a bad thing. Exactly. Exactly. So like, that's cool to say like, but to say net, like you gave birth to two children. Like I know all, like, the toughest of women. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's what they, like, that's that's the barrier that breaks them most of Better the time. Better than that, I've given you over 20 years of my life and existence on this planet, and you trying to tell me that you just don't know what love is one day. And it's just like, me and you have been together over 20 years. I, I couldn't imagine. Fan, I could and like, not imagine be, and having see, that and see, just now broken. We, not even to me, but to Facebook. Now we potting, because this this is where, like, real love comes into play and where you really got to love somebody in order to like take the hurt that that statement has to cause will and like redirect like turn that into some type of energy to redirect into something positive to help her because that's his wife 
That's crazy. You see, like, like and you crazy. see, like that. It, that's where men get cancer and blood clots. Mm-hmm. Right yeah, that's there. when you push it deep, deep shit down. like that. Because Bro, you like, know how much shit Will has pushed down over just the last four years. I met you know like. Pancreatic cancer, and, it, he has and, and maybe and maybe that's the male in us, because of course you got to get more details out of the situation. Because like you said, we've been married twenty years. What you mean you ain't never felt love? Like I know, like at no point in time in our life, like you you mean to tell me all you never, and you know what I'm saying it. And, and, and like you say, a selfish thing about yourself, but you have to in that situation. Like I've been married to you for twenty years. What do you? What did you just say to me? Like we got to have a way deeper conversation because now I need to know. Like because because now I have to share with you some some things that I sacrificed and and thoughts that I had over twenty and things that I didn't do in order to make you happy. And now you telling me that that shit ain't been working. Like I don't. I just don't get it. And like we've all kind of played with the whole "oh she's in love with Tupac" thing and the entanglement with August Alcina, but like to to me. It always feels like in order to find herself, she has to kick sand on Will. Like, how yeah, the fuck? Bro, bro. How does your treasure hunt always result in you scooping the sand and dumping <laughs> it on Will's head? Will definitely got to get his lick back, fam. Like, at some point in time, Will got to, like, come out the closet with, like, Kaylani or something. Like, Can I be he, honest he with you? I was just about to say. Can I be all the way honest with you? At this point, she has made my nigga look so muddy. And I, again, I might be overreacting, but this is just how I feel right now in time. She has made my nigga look so muddy over the last four years. I don't give a fuck who will pop up fucking. Nah, he don't look the same in the light to me no more. Like, bro, he could bro, he could pop up fucking Rihanna with whoever on the side, bro. I wonder and if this is I wonder if this is gonna I wonder if this like, is gonna work again. She don't even love you at Do all. Do you think we're gonna get Will back at the red table? Like like she no. she said some goofy shit last time and we got him at they felt the need to adjust. Like this is this is something no. else to address because you there's no way you can go to the red table with the entanglement talk. We love each other. We been you know, and, and it seems to be like the recurring theme since that happened. Like they want to keep telling you how much they love each other. And then she says, I ain't never felt love and like in, in all these years of my life. And it's like, yeah, are you trying are you trying to did Facebook tell you that we needed more ratings? Like the <laughs> algorithms aren't working. Like, right, like what's, the ratings too low. Like, you gotta you gotta smut this nigga again. You gotta smut. Yeah, like you say, you gotta kick dirt on this nigga's name. And like, like you say, if Will getting his lick back probably ain't gonna change the no. trajectory of how he's looking out here. Like at this, he might he's got a divorcer. He's, he's got, got a, a he's got serving with the papers. <laughs> you know some wild shit is why why I think that we won't get another red table with Will because there's too much accountability involved in her sitting down at a table with Will again. Because even when she did it the first time, she still didn't even really take no accountability. She just was she explaining why she chose what fam. she chose. Yeah, she like she entanglemented us to death and talked real fancy around it while my nigga had tears in his eyes and she just but see I think that's face why, looking I think that's why like he got a nigga dick and, I think like, that's bro, why he got to be there because he gets the clarity out of the situation because she tried to like she tried to speed she tried to 16 times speed through entanglement he, he was like hold up hold up hold up yeah, he had to pause that to run that back now nah, let's explain this but even still though like when they have these red tables like we was fortunate enough to even get them one on one with that one with the entanglement shit right but most of the time she be running that shit like a fucking home court San Antonio Spurs game, bro. Like, 
when when they sat down with Snoop Dogg about what he said about remember I called her Gail oh, Sayers when yes, they sat bro, down so when they sat down with Snoop Dogg about Gail Sayers and shit like mm-hmm. they just sat there and like they basically jumped him like he couldn't even defend himself because between her nah. her mom and Willow they was just looking with the faces of they looked like the Mount Rushmore of black women <laughs> staring like all they needed was Maya Angelou at the table like For who the sure. fuck is gonna sit here For and not sure. apologize in this setting. <laughs> Right, like you can't even fucking stand on your own. Now Snoop Dogg's crying and his dreads are soaked with tears. Like you're just never going to get no accountability from her. Like so, while I was looking into this to see how old it was and what the fuck was going on with the red table now and why does she look like Jigsaw and where did her hair go, <laughs> I found out also that Daz came out and was like, "Yeah, bro, she been a mutt and she was fucking Chris Kelly from Crisscross when he was 15." Didn't we just say that last week? Didn't what we talk about what we was talking about, Chris, we was talking about Cross. Didn't we say something about one of them? One of the Crossies. That's crazy. Cross Tavius. She, she was fucking the dead one, the one that's dead? Yeah, she fucked she fucked that nigga to death, bro. Like look, oh, listen, I'm no. just gonna go ahead. I'm gonna oh, connect no. all the dots. Just I just wanna sensationalize our podcast just real quick for five minutes. So what Daz was saying, when Chris Cross was like the biggest shit in the world and them little niggas was like 15, she was like 22, and she was fucking the dark skinned one. And it, this is what Dad said, not me. But if y'all want to put it on me, fine, because it'll get us more clicks. <laughs> Dad said that she was heavy in the drugs at the time, and she kind of turned Chris Kelly on the drugs and shit. And they also said that the lifestyle Chris Kelly ended up living kind of speed ran him into the course that he had with cancer and all of the shit that winded up killing him. You- so the rumor is, is that. Jada Pinkett might have drove the Uber that carried Chris Kelly to death. Is what I'm. Bro, you don't even you don't even realize what you're doing right now. What am I doing now? She killed oh, Tupac. He's ball. She killed Tupac. She killed, she killed Chris, Chris Kelly. Cross. She's working on Will Smith. She's trying to kill Will. She's fucking and you can jigsaw. Tell when they're about to die. She's jigsaw. That's ex- why. That's why she looks like because that. they get balder and balder before they die. Bro, we're we've got it, fam. We got a hashtag Write this, this episode to death. We've have to tell somebody. Like, Write this down. Somebody to needs death. to know. Because this is an emergency. <laughs> it's Bro, she's wild. Like, this shit is wild. Again, I'm not trying to get into a whole Kevin Samuels rabbit hole and get into no red pill shit or none of that. But some shit just needs to be looked at as reality. Like, I don't need, I, I know I'm about to turn 40. And I know I'm about to turn into a crazy old man that don't know how to hook up the Nintendo and screams at clouds. I understand that. But some shit just don't make no sense to me. Like... She gets to sit here and not be held accountable for any of this shit. She gets to fuck a 15-year-old Chris Kelly and no big deal, right? Good for you. You're getting pussy at 15, Mm. even though it's destroying your life inside. But hey, get these bitches, bro. Mary J. (laughs) Wise gets to fuck Danny Danny boy (laughs) until he ultimately decides he don't even like women no more. (laughs) These are podcast jokes, but there's some shit that... The best jokes are rooted in reality. Mary J. Blige gets to fuck him as a child, right? Just because he's talented and got Suge Knight's pager number. No accountability there. Lizzo gets to give a TED talk about shaking her ass. Oh, my God. What the fuck are we doing, bro? Why did you not remind me? Lizzo did a TED talk about twerking in front of everybody, bro. That just made me upset all over it. Just you mentioning it and me visioning, visioning, vi- yes. visioning, no, you put it up, 
Yeah, okay. I did. Uh-huh. I, I put a ying ying on it like I'm Chinese. No, I like it like that. Right. Vision ying ying. Me seeing her do that in my head again gave me an attitude like on repeat, G. <laughs> like, you know what made me the maddest about Lizzo's TED talk? If any of y'all have seen it, if y'all haven't, take a minute because it ain't that long. She ain't have much to say. As soon as she got out there, she was dressed up for a TED talk. She walked out to address the crowd, and not even five minutes into her speech, she goes, Do you I'm gonna take, my, I take shoes my shoes off. off? <laughs> you lazy bitch. <laughs> you bread loaf ankled ass bitch. You can't stand there in the wheels for five minutes. Like she walked you, out. We're gonna make her cry. She the crowd, shit. And the first thing she said was, I hope y'all don't mind if I take my shoes off. Like you can't wear heels. Like you just put you those on. You can't wear those. But we that's know a part. You can. But but see, see, and this that's is the, a part this of is the illusion. Thank you, because this is the shit that she does to try and like draw people in. Look, I'm just a I'm just a down home southern black I'm girl. I take. Girl I just want to kick my shoes off and myself. just hold down with y'all. Like no, like mm-hmm. there. So like you said, it, it ain't that long. She didn't have much to say, but like. She tried to glorify twerking in a tent. Why not? Not I think twerking is what twerking is like, and mm-hmm. of course, like the the history that she gave on twerking. Of course, people wouldn't know it. They, you know what I'm saying? All of that shit. Like when she mentioned Uncle Luke and got in all of that shit. That's probably where people's like the the people in that room's recollection probably came alive for real, for real. If if even that, but like, why why did Lizzo think we needed the history of twerking from her at a TED talk? Versus, versus, uh, uh, I don't even want to call it a health and wellness conversation, but a a body image conversation. There you go. There you go. Because what I gathered from the end of all of this was Lizzo thinks she has a nice ass. She, that's what I gathered too. And I was like, wait, who told you that? (laughs) Bro. And and furthermore, (laughs) she thinks she's good at twerking. Bro, I was, bro, I was thrown by the end of this. I was like, who told Lizzo she has a nice ass? This is one of those things that me and my wife talk about often. And I'm always telling her about how, like, I understand and appreciate how women are supportive of each other, right? But there's a certain line that women today cross to where it's no longer healthy. And let me explain what I mean. If me and you are friends, right, and you my nigga, and you go, cat, man, I want to start a podcast, bro. I got a lot of shit to say, and I got shit on my heart, and I just think it would be dope. I'm going to tell you, hey, bro, you should do that, man, because I love talking to you myself, and I think you cut out for it, mm-hmm. right? That's healthy support from your friends. If you tell me, hey, cat, man... I think I can be a pro wrestler. Like, I really just think I can do this. Like, I I think I want to quit my job and I want to take six to eight months and leave my family in Arizona. And I think I want to pursue this. I'm going to tell you, fam, you probably don't need to do that. Like, you've kind of probably crossed the threshold of where, Mm -hmm. like, the steroids are going to really work for your body. It's probably going to do more damage than good. And if you even do reach like the muscles you need to be able to go audition for the WWF, they're probably not going to take you. And let's say you even get that far and they take you, they're going to make you take a stupid ass role. That's going to like make you feel bad about being black. Right. I say that to say that through the encouragement of women, the blind encouragement, she now thinks that she's good at twerking. She's desirable by men. 
the majority of men, let's say, because there's always somebody for everybody, but the majority of men that she has been convinced that she is in people's mind in a way that she is not right. Mm-hmm. So now she's delusional because she's been pumped this information from people that quote unquote, just want to be pers- supportive and there's nothing wrong with being supportive, but you got to know when to be like, okay, but don't do that. Like, I think the Lakers game thing that happened a couple years ago or a year ago or whatever was a prime opportunity for women to say, hey, Lizzo, we love you. Clarinet is dope and all of that, but probably don't show your ass in front of a bunch of children at the Lakers game. And and that and that's what I'm saying. Like that's where I that's where I gathered the disconnect from because it's like, how do you hear that criticism and correlate that to twerking like and again like you say like at the end of it all like you you, like where'd you get this false narrative of you have a nice you have a because you have a you have a big booty by default you have a big booty because you like 260 pounds like you got a lot you built this way like let me see your mom let me see your grandma let me see your what what she she said it in the thing she said i'm built like my dad with a booty like my mom's or something crazy that she said. And that wasn't a good visual. Like it was not a great visual. Like just cause you have big thighs don't mean they're nice. You can have part. nice big thighs, but just cause they're big don't mean they're nice. You can have big lips. Don't mean they're don't nice. Don't mean they're nice. Yes, you can sir. just have big lips. Yep. You got a big old wide ass Lizzo. It ain't nice. It's, it's not. I've never, yeah, I've never seen Lizzo's, like she, it's what she oh. one of those like when she get to like twerking and do, I'm changing the channel. Like I, I almost wanted yeah. to turn the TED talk off had it not been for content purposes. But like, it was cringy, bro. Like the she whole didn't even have cringy. on a flattering outfit to show off her ass that she no, thinks she, she got. Not. No, she did not. And all of that shit, it was bothersome. It was concerning. And another thing I took away from it was after she got done, people like well, not after she got done because it was periods throughout her talk where people would applaud, right? But you could tell that everybody didn't necessarily agree with what she was saying or even think that it was applaudable. But people were applauding because they felt like they should. And that's kind of like that says a lot about where we are as a society now. Like we applaud because we think like we think that we should instead of applauding because something is exceptional. Again, versus her coming out and saying, you know what? In retrospect, I, again to go to go back to the she could have she could have went in on a a health and wellness uh, non body shaming be body proud type conversation, and I think that would have resonated more in relation to what we've seen of her career and her antics. You know, like the Lakers game, and it's like the the twerking shit almost seemed like y'all you and your team went and sat down and thought about this as an explanation or a scapegoat. Mm-hmm. To why you do the bullshit that you do. It didn't sound like it was something close to your heart that you've always felt like. Yeah. It did not. Like even the mention of the big Frida shit and the bounce tour and you know move, moving from Texas to minute. Like I heard what the girl said in the shit. Like and I, and I and I can understand how moving from Texas to Minnesota, the culture is completely different. So you're not getting that. So that's a that's a re- refresher for you. But again, it goes back. You know she. It's, she tells that she mentions Uncle Luke and the Yin Yang twins, but her story begins, happens, and ends long after those people. Mm. She's talking about a Big Frida tour probably from 2014, fam. Right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, she's talking about something that's recent, trying to connect it to some historical shit. And it's like, well, no, you had a moment in your life where you recognized that you like, but like, 
that not that it's gone too far, but she's not evaluating where, you know, how that part of her thinking has gotten her to a place that, like you say, you don't necessarily, and I don't know if she did or not, but you don't necessarily have to apologize for the Laker shit. But again, like, don't use the TED talk to try and explain why you do the things that you do versus versus communicating, understanding, but also standing on the point that you're making as an artist. And I think she it's a it's a missed opportunity. Like you say, she went up there and the, like you say, the shit that I took away from it is she thinks she's good at twerking and she got a nice ass. Like, yeah. and neither of those are true in my book. I agree. I think we're just, we're at a place where um, so many pop artists are capitalizing off the audience as a whole's sympathy concern and generosity, right? Like, because we want everybody to be nice to each other, which is fine. Like, I agree with that. Be nice to each other. But like everything in culture is so accepting, tolerant, woke, and everything that now these pop stars are like, they're benefit and leeching on y'all soft hearts. You know what I mean? Like, Mm -hmm. and that's how we get these acts like Lizzo to where it's just like, you can literally sell records just based on saying, hey, y'all, they being mean to me. For, they for being sure. mean to me. And, that's all you got to say for, is they so being cra- mean to me. And now they go, oh, we coming to your rescue then. Yeah, and it's so crazy that you say that. Like, I was just watching a, um, I was just watching the Meek Mill Million Dollars Worth of Game interview, um, which is actually a good interview if you got time Welcome. to sit down and watch it. Mm-hmm. And shameless plug, you can also watch our Meek Mill album review on the Dipped and Butter uh, YouTube channel. YouTube channel. Hey, yeah, I mean, Dipped make sure y'all, program yeah, make sure y'all tap into that. But, uh, but a point that he was making was about people who are doing things that they don't necessarily do or trying to find a lane into something that ain't necessarily their lane. He was talking about Chino, the, the motorbike nigga, talking about some, you know, he want to rap. And he like, you know, I'm his real friend. I'm telling him, like, I don't really think that's the lane that you want to go in. He like, but this nigga do a song, put it out. He like, he got three, four hundred people under his comments talking about some, this is fire. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? He like, so now he looking at me like, like you just hated on me. Yeah, not 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 necessarily like a hater, but it's like, look, nigga, I can do this too. And he like, that's not really, you know what I'm saying? That's not really sending the right that don't really message, mean. particularly for your brand. And that don't uh-huh. mean that you can do that for real, for real Ooh. on the on that level. And it was just a bar for real, for real. That I, of course a lot us, of people will miss. You walked us right into some other shit I wanted to talk about. Walked us right in effortlessly. Pot God. We rehashing shit this week. We rehashing, re-talking about subjects that, you know, we might already visited once and that I've, I've been leaving this shit alone on purpose for a while. But I wanted to rehash it for a particular reason, right? We got to talk about Lil Nas X again. One more time. Okay. No, One that's, more time. I've, I had, I've been leaving I had it alone little, on purpose. I, I know you have, and I've, I've, I've left been it intentionally it was like leaving two, it the fuck alone. There was like two weeks that I was like, ooh, he's going to talk right. about nah, I was like, it's, sure it's right. And then he, I was like, all right, we'll, we'll get there. Because you have to. I've you have to at some point. Like, you have to address but here's it. Here's why I want to bring it back up. So me and my wife actually had this conversation, right? Like me and my wife was talking about how, uh, as y'all know, I don't find, I don't think Lil Nas X is a genius. You hear that a lot on the internet, and people say that about him, like he's a marketing genius. genius. You're not he's genius, a genius too for far. how he uses Twitter and how he like uses the negative backlash and the memes, and he just really knows how to work the internet really well. So he's a genius. And I, in me and my wife's conversation, I beg to differ. I said I don't think he's a genius. He's just doing shit that annoying little high school kids do because they understand the internet way better than we do. We think it's genius because we old as hell. 
And the only reason why we think it's genius because we're seeing it. You don't, it's a 16 year old right now whose tweets are way more fire than Lil Nas X, but he didn't make Old Town Road, so we'll never see it. <laughs> right. right. But fuck all that, right? Because the argument that Lil Nas X is a genius is based on him taking this adversity, transforming it, and making it work for him as an artist. And after maybe about a 45-minute conversation of me telling my wife how he's not a genius, her telling me why he is, and us just having a really good debate. Like, I really enjoyed this debate. We settled on maybe Lil Nas X is not a genius because to me, when you say somebody's a genius, then that means they just don't do one thing. That means that they're capable of reproducing this genius. Mm -hmm. I said, I'd be willing to cop that Lil Nas X has strokes of genius at times. Like he might do things that are really smart, but he ain't no genius, right? But the reason why I wanted to bring it up is because I want to even retract that now. I'm retracting that. I don't even think he has strokes of genius. You know why, Wes? Because you cannot have a pregnant photo shoot, (laughs) give birth to an album, have niggas swinging their dicks in a helicopter in your jail video, Twerk your ass on the devil's dick. You can't do all of this in a span of eight months and then sell 128,000 records in your first week. (laughs) You can't. You cannot. You cannot do all of that and only do 128 in your first week when Rod Wave does 150. You can't. You're not a genius, bro. Nah. this is the same shit that we got on Takashi about, right? Because Takashi got millions of views. Okay, Lil Nas X, one of his videos is at like 150 million views. You couldn't translate that to better sales numbers than 128K? But it, it, it shows you what the people are more interested in. That's That's really the all antics. that. And like, hopefully somebody like, sees that and takes that because I even um I've heard other takes where people are like not nah, like he could probably do some acting he could probably do some other stuff probably could probably you could. know and, and be more because like, like the the commercials are entertaining you know what I'm saying like the, they, the, which ones which one I've seen there's what well, damn what is it? I want to it might be a Starburst commercial selling? or a Skittles commercial him and Elton John are in a commercial I can't remember okay, I see exactly. that. Well, was all right. you're weird for not doing and then there's like the, Uber the, Eats the or something. I honestly uh, and like that's when I wanted to talk about it initially when the industry baby video came out because of the niggas dancing in the shower with their dicks out, um, which is fine. I have no problem like, with them. And, and like dicks not for video. nothing, I wanted to like come in here and, and big up him for that one because he did it so abrupt in the video you never saw it coming. It came out had, of nowhere. You either had to oh, accept wait. it and watch it. Yeah, <laughs> it did. You either come had out to of accept nowhere. and watch it or immediately turn it off. And I think. I think the whole video was dope. Actually, like for real, for real. Like I actually enjoy. Like I watched it twice. That's that's how much I, I enjoyed the video. Yeah, Do you fine. know what I'm it's saying? Fine. And it's like, uh, of course, to, not to our credit, but like keeping the same energy. Like we come in here and talk about all the gay shit Tyler does. So like, yeah. I would be I would be remiss not to come we, in here and big but up. We say all the time, it's nothing wrong with being gay. Yeah, it's wrong nothing. when you're whack at being gay. It's like, wrong when you and yeah, like to, to your whack. credit, you definitely made that statement. Like when you whack at being gay. That's what makes it whack. And like, 
again, his numbers reflect that people are only here for the antics. And again, it goes back to the point that we always make. The music is not that great, fam. Like you're not making good. It it, it all seems contrived and and calculated. And like in in this era, like those numbers translate to the high school students who remember that your album dropped on Friday, not Mm -hmm. to any adult that you that you thought might have been in your demographic. Right, yeah, or I mean, that you was intentionally and, irritating on Twitter with your yeah, and, Gen and Z he comments. being and he's being confusing out here because like you you going on these interviews talking about some fuck your kids I'm not a role model after you was in in the elementary schools and the middle schools and the high school singing old town road and shit right. and then and now it's and, and the adults are not your demographic so now people are like oh well he ain't talking to me like everybody's literally saying he's not to, now you're only talking right. to the gays who are you talking to when you you're ain't talking, talking to nobody you're only talking to the letters community and like you're not and completely representing them which goes back to what we talked about, about say, they will boost too. They, yeah they he will boost you too. if you are representing the joint but like now, now you're even showing signs of playing with that like oh yeah playing I'm done with, with the gay lane now I'm just he gonna go back to doing this and that and it's like fam people not really fucking with that today for real for real like people people are more and it's weird like people are more like uh, well not even for real for like this is where we get all of these goddamn pronouns and shit from like people are more accepting of being labeled these days which is weird mm-hmm. like people people don't have no issues that like no i am getting and, and like my life goes along that track but like when you when you not like fully integrated into that track like people will dismiss your ass and you not yeah. integrated into nobody's track fam so like you are on nobody's radar Another interesting thing with, that happened with him this week that made me even consider bringing it back up was, so he did another thing that had people calling him a genius and thinking he was so dope. And I'm just like sucking my teeth. Like who falls for this shit? Like mm-hmm. I guess him and one of the boys that was swinging a dick in the video was dating and they broke up recently. And he said in a statement, all, all that, a jig, all a jig. He said in a statement, uh, this gay shit was fun at first. I miss pussy now. And See what I'm saying? He somehow got people to actually talk about this comment, like, like it was a real thing. And he's obviously being funny or being coy or being snarky, but it's just like even in that, right? I don't pay no mind to when he says a little shit that's intentionally, obviously trying to get some shit started to stir up some attention, right? But I don't even get mad at the kid when he does the shit. I get mad at the motherfuckers that react to it and go, oh, y'all heard what he said? Oh, he wasn't even gay for real, y'all. And it's just like, fam. Yes, he is. He's just a fucking snarky little 19-year-old like every other fucking 19-year-old but in high it, school. But is he? But is he? Probably like, not. Probably and that's not. what, and that's what I'm saying. Him. Like, people are starting to notice that he, like... Be, because again, like who 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 did you make old town? Because you wasn't you wasn't doing the chitlin circuit, nigga. You, again, you no. was doing you was doing the, the the New Jersey Elementary's Unified School District, like that that that's where you was at, like and it, and it happened to resonate. And like again, like you tried to vie for people to let you into the country lane. You haven't dropped another country song since, like. What are you and it's doing? like you just keep trying to you keep trying to hey y'all look I want to be a part of this community now let me he want to be trans everything and it's like bro <laughs> I'm trans all yeah like bro we can't we don't got that much energy like pick pick no. your joint and like if not not for nothing like if you get there and you don't like that all right well hurry up and switch goddamn it so we can so we can still make it look like you got the energy but like you just keep bouncing around bro and it's like we're not fooling with that it, it it's wild bro so 
I ain't want to talk about it that much, um, but it, it's but interesting me, to watch. But see, since we're talking about antics, let me ask sure. you this. And I know you don't got the socials, but maybe you have seen this, bro. And I just, what's going on? And <laughs> I'm, I don't want to like rehash anything, but like, is Cameron okay? Are we talking about him and Brandy's shorts? Yeah. Like him and Brandy's shorts. And I had him, to look into him, it. him and his little skits on IG. Like, they're not funny. They're not Some, entertaining. They what like, happened so, to Cameron on, on stage that night? Well, like he, that's he what I'm saying. Right I don't want to rehash anything. Somebody like, broke is Cameron, Cameron okay? Bro. <laughs> Somebody broke Killer Cam, and it's like, it, it's frustrating. I'm going to tell you how you know I was really frustrated, right? Because I caught one skin on accident on YouTube, and I was like, Brandy and Cameron. And it was just like super contrived, super written out skit that it was trying to but act like, like it was natural. And it I, don't was wanna, I don't want to cut you off, but like- sure. The- the first one was like, oh shit, like, all right, cool. But like, when you get down to the third one, it makes you ask, or, like, what why is Cameron and Brandy hanging together? And I asked myself that <laughs> so hard, Wes, to where I had to look into it. Like, I literally Googled it. Like, what is, I literally Googled, like, what is this Cameron and Brandy? I swear to God, I put it in. And what it is, is Brandy's going to be in a new television show right. with Eve and two other chicks right. about like right. a girl group that's like right. has been and they're trying to like rehash. It's called Queen, I believe. Queen, yes. So, uh, but Cameron is like an executive producer on the project. And ah. what happened was, is that they were getting really close to launch date for the show. And Cameron realized like, uh, nobody's talking about our show and it's about to come out. What the hell's going on? Like, where's our promotional budget? So he took it upon himself to promote the show by doing these skits with Brandy. Mm. Now it doesn't translate well, right? Because no. we never know, find out nothing about the and show. Maybe like none of these skits. Maybe the maybe the uh old saying is true when I hide something from a nigga, put it in a book, because I damn sure don't be reading half of people's <laughs> captions and comments. Cause people be capping and like in there. But that's what I'm saying. Like people be capping and bullshitting anyway. So but like it's just weird to see that and then like it, it comes across as a skit and it does you know, like you say, the skit doesn't even like correlate or translate into the show or anything like that it's like y'all just being goofy and then like you said i seen the couple with him and brandy and then i seen like one or two with him and eve and like that really made me be like yo what is, what? is and like are I, we due you, for another barbershop yeah, like, and you don't <laughs> and you don't have to for and that's def, hey i ain't no cap that's is exactly what it felt like coming? it's coming out where's ice cube god damn it but like again it don't translate like it it Especially after the Dipset Lock shit with the Eve one, like it, shit, it looked crazy. I was like, "How is what? What is going on here? Like, why is you people even together? This doesn't make any sense to yeah, me." Like, lean into but, it, but don't lean into it like this. Yeah, that 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 puts a little bit more sense into it. But I was definitely confused. Like, why why are they together? But you gave me the answers. He's an EP. Yeah, like, it's that he gotta, easy. Um, but even like some of the other shit that he be doing on his Instagram is not so funny, fam. It's not clicking no more. And I wonder if that's us or is it him. <laughs> Which one do you think it's more? Is it us or him? Like, are we looking at him funny now because of that night? Is I think he, has he always been like this, and we've always just championed him. And I now think he the night, in the is, light, or I think is he the actually night, different? I think the night is washing off. However, I think them niggas are still feeling it because Cameron did this immediately following, and I swear to God, I have not seen Jim Jones on IG since. He could be there, but he's not in my algorithm. You know what I'm they're not giving. They're not feeding him to you. Not feeding to me no more. <laughs> uh, Another little that's tripping this week, and we got to talk about too, is uh, so the Millennium Tour, all kind of shit is going on. Millennium's going Millennium, right? Millennium Tour is going to do what it does. And I'm glad it exists. I ain't going to lie. I'm, I'm never going to a this show, nigga, but I'm glad it exists. This nigga but why the digital fuck, on stage. 
why would Lil Fizz apologize to Omarion on stage for having sex with his baby's mom? Like, why would you do? I'm trying to figure out what part of this needs to be on stage. Like, I, I understand apologizing and burying a hatchet between you and the old band member and the nigga you literally grew up with. But it's just like, why do you need to do this on stage? It's because it's all theater, but he did that bullshit on Love and Hip Hop and everybody seen it. So he feel like, you know, for for, entertain, for entertainment value, he got to do that on stage. And what it really made me wonder, fam, and like, I don't know if this was date one, date two, date three, but like, if we've been... I, I'm hoping there was a conversation prior to this, like, and I don't feel like it was. First. Yeah, I don't feel like it was, and like, I hope he just wasn't up there on move number six out of the choreography and was up there you know having what? a. He was up there having a, a JT and Duck moment where he was like, <laughs> "I just nah, it's my music, Duck," and he had to like go over there and hit the piano and let a nigga know, like, "Hey, fam, this is how I'm feeling right now at this very moment." Like I miss you, dog. I miss you, dog. It was very like awkwardly placed, like, and I and I guess he was about to like leave stage at that point. And the nigga made him come back. I didn't watch the full clip because it's very, Weird. very confusing. But like, why? It's one of those things that makes you say, "Why did it take you this long to recognize that you was wrong?" Because like that, you may have recognized it before now, but like since you made it a thing, like now it seems like you just recognized. That, that you was wrong in this when niggas was telling you to your face that family you not you with this niggas like this ain't his like two three girlfriend ago this is like his baby mom that he just yeah. left like they ain't like, been with nobody else doing? and now you next in line bro how are you not getting that the nigga that you danced your way up with is not the niggas baby mom you should be pushing up on like you should only be seeing the bottom of k-swiss's bro like you should That's only it. be seeing the bottom of this niggas k-swiss and I hate to be like the stereotype nigga, but this is just true, bro. Okay. So how lame can you be for something like this to happen? And I feel like it's almost not Lil Fizz's fault because the the odds are so stacked against him. I'm wondering if he was even powerless to even fight it off. And what I mean by that is no offense, but Lil Fizz is light skinned. You can fight through that, right? Like being light skinned don't have to be a damning thing. But Lil Fizz is light-skinned with good hair. Now, that's two strikes against you. (laughs) That's a lot to fight off, but some niggas can do it. Lloyd is a real nigga, and he ain't that light-skinned. True. But he's light-skinned with good hair, and he can dance. And now it's just like, maybe this is just too much. Like, when you can dance, and you got good hair, and you light-skinned in a boy band, can you even help yourself? It's it's one of those. This feels like a... uh... So it's like a Batman comic strip or something because it's like, bro, like how how could you not see that you was like a pawn in the in the situation? Like this was her just left baby daddy fam. Like, yeah, you two niggas is already on the outs on some group shit, and she chooses you. Like, nigga, you don't feel the like a fool in this nutty. entire situation. You don't That's like you nutty. should you should feel like a mark, bro. You should feel like somebody is trying to set you up. And you're not going for that, fam. And like you, like not only did you go, you like fell for that shit for a long time, bro. And like really got niggas looking at you funny out here. So like I can understand if Amarion get forty on the splits, and uh, the rest for of you sure, niggas got to split sixty. Get forty on the splits, and then not for nothing, bro. Like there's got to be a lot of damaging shit when you got to live your life as little fizz because like you're a part of this group and you got to take everything that comes with it. But you're not even a singer in the group, like. 
you got maybe three verses that you're gonna spit all night, and for the see, rest I of feel, the time, I just got to dance behind. See, I feel like nigga. I feel like that's a a, a hip hop community uh, misconception. That nigga be back there singing, fam. That oh, nigga, be, that nigga's holding down some ten or two notes or something, fam. You got you ain't just gonna, you ain't just gonna be back here a part of the formation, G, and we doing all the work now. You definitely got some of these low notes out here. We we need you to hold these down, bro, bro. That's because again, you only got three verses. On on anything that we ever gonna do, fam. So you right. you not just for choreography and verses, G. You about to hit some of these uh, medleys in the back. That's wild because ten or two was actually my rap name in tenth grade. So I want oh, you to. Uh... Oh, one last thing we got to talk about, bro, because there's so much pop culture that we have to discuss this too. Because if we don't discuss it now, we might not discuss it until fucking February. And we're the Dipped in Butter program. Like we got to be first wherever we can be first. <laughs> so. The NFL got Dr. Dre to mm-hmm. do the halftime show. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And they made it a point to let us know it was brought to you by Jay-Z somehow. Like, he finagled the deal, and he got Dr. Dre to do the halftime show for this upcoming Super Bowl. Now, the halftime show features Dr. Dre, and then, of course, he has his guest, guest of friends, guest list of friends, which is Snoop Dogg, Eminem, Mary J. Blige, and Kendrick Lamar. Now, we know how all of these artists sound. But I just wanted to be sure to come here and officially rubber stamp this as the Dipped in Butter pod to say this now in October. When February gets here and we get this show, it is going to be ass juice. <laughs> you going to say that right now? Going to, I want us to say it right now. Dr. Dre's halftime show at the Super Bowl is going to be buns. Like, there's no way for this not to be trash. Bro, like, I don't... I don't know if somewhere deep down in my soul, in my former life or in my next life, I'm destined to be like a prince of Abu Dhabi or, you know, Dubai or something like that. Like living like the high life fam. But like shit like this does not excite me. Bro. It doesn't like, move this, I'd be right? back on my Joy Burglar shit. Like people be going like, oh my God. I'd be like, so... Everybody gonna be able to watch this on TV, like and like even if I was like I'm not even gonna front if I was able to go to the Super Bowl, it might be a little exciting, but I wouldn't be like I'm not jumping out of my skin because like I'm you want to know what I would think about if somebody was like, hey fam, here go two free tickets to the Super Bowl, we got you a place to stay. I'm gonna think about the traffic and all the people I gotta encounter. I swear that's how my mind works, bro. And it's like "Ah, parking, then it's gonna take hours to get there. Yeah, is that really the good trade off? But like. And then, like, I seen this and it was like, all right, cool. Because, again, I I be trying to pay as much attention as I possibly can. So I know that that was the job that Jay-Z got when he made his little deal with the NFL. So it's like, all right, I know Jay-Z. Like, it, it didn't spell anybody else but Jay-Z. We know that the white people is not just tapped in enough right. to get to get Dr. Dre and friends to and get the right friends. To with a 55-year-old Dr. Dre. Yeah, and, and at least to get the right friends. But I guess the only thing that confused me is the, like, did I – did I miss? Maybe you can help me. Did I miss some part of hip hop R and B culture? Why is Mary J. Blige here? She belong to Puff, don't she? Like I know they're gonna give us the the what do you call it? The functuation song. What do you call it? hateration? Hateration. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know they're gonna give us hateration, holleration. But like that's part of why I'm gonna say it's whack because it's network television. So you know we're not gonna get the songs we actually would like to see them perform. We're gonna get like we're gonna get still dre. We're going to get like, you know what I mean? We're going to get mm-hmm. all the popcorn shit that only CBS can give us. Right. So 
we're going to get all the watered down bullshit. Uh, fucking Eminem's going to give us eight mile, but only mm-hmm. for 35 seconds. Like, it's just going to be a mishmash of fuck shit. And it's going to be trash, bro. And it's it's alarming to me that they just keep on telling us it's brought to you by Jay-Z. So that way, when it sucks, go talk to him. Don't talk yeah. to us. Go go you know talk to I mean? Jay Z, and again, I'm confused on on the Mary J. Blige because she she belongs to Puff, but I feel like this might be a direct response to all of that shit that was going on with the back and forth about the verses. I feel like this is Dre's like uh, 38 in a holster one time. Like, nah, I got I got married. Like, even though I only got the hateration holleration up in this dancery, hateration, like, holleration. yeah, she she over on this side. But you know, it, and I'm like you said, I'm, I'm definitely interested to see what songs will be done. She, how how long is the fucking halftime performance? 20, 25 it's minutes. About they 20, even, 25 minutes. They even yeah. do so, so like just, you got, and they usually give you like a. a what do you medley. call it? Melody? Medley? Med- medley. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A medley usually... of 30-second songs. Yeah, so I'm I'm interested to see how they'll get that that part split up. Um, and they got Marshall up there. You think you think he's gonna uh rap mom spaghetti in, in light of the new restaurant? But here's the gross part that nobody's thinking about. It's a Super Bowl halftime show. So they have to have a big production production with dancers. Name me one of these artists that's in this lineup. That you see having dancers in front of them with sparkly one pieces on, um, with Pepsi in the background. It's, Not that's one why, of these may, niggas I want to see with dancers in front of them. Maybe that's why they got Mary J. Blige. She's the, she's the sparkly one. You can put her in a sparkly dress, and things can change from there. Yeah, yeah, it's it's gross, and it made me think about the whole like on a deeper level. This is that whole Grammys versus BET awards argument right here. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Because to me. Dr. Dre versus Puff Daddy on the Versa stage, owned by niggas, put on by Swizz and Timbaland for our culture that we will understand and receive properly is the better move. I understand the NFL is the bigger check and the better check business-wise, but there is no way this is going to come off well. There's no way. It's impossible. This is going to be bad. It's going to be bad. There's, I guess there's just nothing that I'm looking forward to from anybody on on this you know what i'm saying like it's not one of those again like i could this could be me being a joy burglar yeah i mean i'm I'm just unimpressed yeah i mean so like i've i'm i I don't know that dr dre has a great stage show so like i don't know no, nobody can tell me that like snoop just been rapping his whole life i feel like he rap how i see him on anything else so like i'm not particularly excited to see that eminem don't come outside no more but like this isn't the up and smoke tour, so I'm not, you know, what I'm saying, it's looking for any of that fucking excitement. Tour. And it's like it's it's this it's the hat. It's like what what is it? They almost look like the Ninja Turtles on the motherfucking uh, flyer that came out. Like, <laughs> hey, look, they coming out of the sewer for a night, y'all. Since we don't see these niggas for real, for real, they coming out to eat pizza and perform. Watch it. Yeah, it, it just it looks a mess, and I I don't understand how anybody can not be weary of this. Like this is not going to look. It's not going to go well. We better off seeing Dr. Dre on the stage that that it that translates to us better. And again, but, I understand him taking that payday and he yeah. don't got time to play with verses and triller and all of that shit. Because if he was to do triller, he would have to set it up as a full-on production and almost give it the same energy that he would be giving the Super Bowl. And he's giving it to the Super Bowl for a bigger payday. I fully understand that. But I'm, I'm just so- telling you now, it's going to be a bad look. <laughs> Sometimes I think we got to start. Uh, I don't want to say 
necessarily disrespecting these niggas, but some sometimes we got to start making niggas uh, get their blank piece of paper out and showing their work and showing their credit. Yeah, sometimes. Like, like tell me how you got the answer here. Yeah, like yeah, t- tell me how you got that. We not like for for like the whole you know JD Puff shit when you know Snoop came on and said his piece. Oh, big big dog ain't gonna do that. Oh, well, yeah, tell big dog we don't believe him. Tell Big Dog we believe he's scared behind the fence and we ain't giving him no... We don't give a fuck what we know he produced. If he ain't going to come play it, his shit weak. We got to start hitting niggas like that again with the 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 competitive edge. Yeah, because like... Fuck yeah, yeah, we hold you in a high regard, but come show us why we hold you in this high regard, nigga. Don't just... Don't just you know my body's me to death. Yeah, nah, for sure. Because niggas is taking that too far. I 100% agree with you. And I'm right there with you on that. So, uh... it looks like he definitely ain't never shown up for sure. And now we just know why. So I'm willing to just go ahead as a company, as the Dipped and Butter program, go ahead and say, hey, Dr. Dre, I understand you're doing the Super Bowl. So just so you know, go ahead and take this with you. Puff would have whooped your ass in the verses, my nigga. Yeah. Now we know. Now we know. Like, we know he would have whooped your ass in that verses. So you ain't got the payday because you know you would have got your ass whooped. I want to tell you one thing before we get out of here, right? Yes, sir. So my son is a senior. He's only got so much high school left, right? And he Mm -hmm. plays in the marching band for his football team. We're running low on home games. Like, we only got two left. So last Mm -hmm. week, we went to the home game to see our baby play in the marching band and do all of that shit with the tears in our eyes. And Mm -hmm. we getting older, and he's getting older, and that's our baby. And it's an experience. We haven't missed a home game yet, right? Mm -hmm. So we do the home game, and now that we seniors – we are fortunate enough to be like, listen, we've seen this a million times at this point. So we leaving after the halftime show. Like we're not staying for the whole game no more. We're tired. My wife got college. I'll be up at 430 in the morning. We just don't got this to do on a Friday. Now, is Plus, he allowed to leave after halftime or because nah, I live in Mayberry, he can just walk nah, on? Nah, he got to stay and keep playing until the game is over. You know what I mean? So he, he got to keep playing for the game. So we let him do his thing and he appreciates it because then that means once we leave, you know, he get what he need from us, like a fresh Sprite and a couple of dollars or whatever he might need. And then we go on about our business. And he can go hang with his friends. So I tell you that to say we leave early enough to where a nigga be hungry by the time I leave there. So mm-hmm. I'll be trying to go grab me something to eat before I head home. So mm-hmm. everything was pretty much closed. So I had to settle on Domino's Pizza. Mm-hmm. Now, I know mm. Domino's Pizza is terrible. That's not what mm. the story is about. It just was the last thing open, and I got to put in for a medium real quick on the way home. So I pick up my medium. We pull into the parking lot and heading home, right? You know when it's, like, dark outside, and it's, like, dark enough to where all you can really see is your headlights as you're pulling into, like, your parking lot or whatever your apartment or house mm-hmm. complex, whatever it is, right? Bro, I'm pulling into the parking lot, and my head beams like shine across two coyotes. And I'm when no. I say two coyotes, <laughs> normally when I see coyotes out here, they'd be like scraggly and like sick dog looking and shit. But oh, shit. these coyotes look healthy, healthy than a bitch, bro. Like <laughs> they looked almost like wolves, Wes. Like these motherfuckers was like, they had full furry tails and like, they was walking with enough bounce in they trot to where I knew they was healthy. And I was like, these and, motherfuckers and you got the pizza. big. This is why you my nigga. This is why we do a podcast together. So I'm I'm pulling into the parking spot and I'm seeing like they kind of froze and they trying to see what we doing. Now, normally coyotes is like real like, what do you call it? Skittish? And skittish. Frantic. Yes. They're yep. skittish. When you see them, they usually take off. Right. But these didn't really take off. They kind of like, mm. they kept their distance from they us. Read, they read they the room. They kept looking back at us. Read right? the room on your ass. So I see the two coyotes and I'm like, damn, them two big ass coyotes. 
Then I turn my head to say that to my wife, and I see another coyote. Oh, no. Now it's at least three coyotes, fam. And then I'm, like, hearing the scampering behind the car of a fourth. And I'm going, wait a minute, fam. Like, this is too much coyote. Way too much yote. It's me, my wife, and my daughter, though, because she goes to the game with us. Fam, so not I'm only like, can you not fight four yotes, you can't fight two. I can't fight two yotes, bro. So I'm trying to think. I think me and my wife are both trying to think because it was a good 45 seconds where we just didn't even say nothing to each other. Fam. Like, you know, <laughs> I think we were both calculating how we was going to get inside the apartment. Yeah, how do we not turn this into a scary movie? Yeah, because we was parked. We was parked significantly far from our apartment door because mm. there's enough people that was parked in the spaces where we couldn't get our close spot like we normally get. Mm. So I'm thinking to myself, like, okay, what do I need to do here? Now, I know I need to protect my daughter because she's little. And if they're if they're rabid or anything like that, they're gonna go after the easy target. So I tell my wife, I'm like, Bay, I'm gonna get out the car and I'm gonna grab Cameron and I'm gonna carry her to our apartment. Just so you know what the plan is, you stay kind of close to me and we'll make our way quickly to our place, right? And she's Protector like, Protector okay. man. So I grab my daughter, I hold her, and I like, you know that walk that you do where your legs, they go in <laughs> front of each other, but they stay close together because your butt cheeks are clenched. Oh, yeah, almost like you got a shit. I'm doing the butt cheeks. Yeah, I'm clenching my butt Ugh. cheeks and I'm trying to quickly make my way to my apartment door while keeping an eye on these coyotes as much as possible to see exactly where they at now. Right. Right. It felt like an eternity, but eventually after like four or five hours, we made it to our front door, (laughs) (laughs) but it wasn't until I put the key in the front door, successfully opened it, set my daughter down, made sure my wife got in safe, closed the door behind us and locked it. We went, whew. Before I realized my wife said to me when she got in the living room, Damn, babe, you just had me holding the pizza. Like, I'm holding literally <laughs> the food that would attract them to us. And then I thought to myself, like, damn, did I make the right decision? Like, should I have held the pizza? Like, that would have looked nutty, right? Like, had I gave my daughter to my wife to hold, and now I got the pizza, and I'm running to the front door. Like, did I, did I hold the right thing? Yo, the visual of seeing you scamper across the parking Man. lot with that pizza is if you fucking saw, hilarious. If you had been looking out the apartment door and saw me scampering to the front door with a medium pizza in my hand, and now my wife is behind me yeah, holding nah. our daughter with coyotes circling us, that would look that would have looked yeah. nuts, right? B- both ways look crazy. But see, you are a much braver and better man than me, fam, because I would have pulled in headlights would have swung across three coyotes and I would have looked at my wife and I would have been like babe guess what she would have been like well I would have been like we not going in there and I would have put that bitch in reverse and we would have circled the block a couple times until they <laughs> decided they was going to leave that's a fact man hey, listen I'm not fucking with no coyotes I'm halfway scared of deer and I just wanted to ask my nigga and make sure I was holding the right thing because a daughter or pizza me, One of these things are going to get attacked. Me personally, I feel like he was holding the right thing because while it is fucked up, your wife was holding the pizza. She got a little bit of fight in her. She can fight for herself a little bit. The baby wasn't going to be able to fight for herself at all. So you, I, I think you did the right thing by protecting the smallest person on scene. Um, but like, and, and again, it goes back to like, if you had the pizza and the coyote start attacking your wife and your daughter, you got to put the pizza down anyways. That don't guarantee they're going to stop. But then if they start attacking your wife, you got to put your daughter down and you got to go take her in the house. It's going to take a little while. So she got to be able to fight that off a little bit. 
This is what I'm saying. And this is why I run this kind of shit by you because only you would understand how to dissect this properly. Now, I got one more thing to add that I didn't tell you. Hmm. While I was holding my daughter and trying to make sure we got in the house, I did throw two or three cups of marinara sauce by my wife's feet as a distraction <laughs> to make sure we got in the apartment correctly. This has been the Dipped in Butter program. Uh, we appreciate y'all rocking with us each and every Tuesday now. Uh, take a minute, man. Go to y'all's YouTubes and check out the Dipped in Butter program channel, right, Wes? Like, we got content yeah, on yeah, there. Yeah, We're going to yeah, be trying to put there. content on there. So we don't got to talk y'all's ear off about music on here. We can talk y'all's ear off about music on there. My name is Kat. Uh, please tell a friend to tell a friend to check us out wherever podcasts are consumed. And, uh, yeah, uh, help a nigga out like that. <laughs> Big facts. It's your boy West No T, aka Elmer Young, the motherfucking goddamn glue around this bitch. You play a partner, P O D N A. At Forever Young, getting out on Instagram. Fuck with me, dude. Yes, sir. And I'm going to keep with my new shit, man. The universe is way too big for your little ass problems, man. Don't Damn. get hung up on that bullshit. Uh, the job is going to be there. And if it ain't, fuck it. It just ain't, bro. Yeah, big facts. And uh, rule number one, tell a friend to tell a friend, not only about the podcast, but that um, you fucking with two niggas on a podcast who do shit one way and can do shit another way at the drop of a dime. You motherfuckers would never know. And rule number two, uh, mind your motherfucking business. Yes, sir. We'll catch y'all next week. You've been listening to the Dipped in Butter program with Kat and Wes. Join them next week for some more regular, regular shit. <laughs> <laughs>